even though you take your doula training, you really learn by out there to get out there and doing it. I'm still learning. I mean, 18 years later and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of births, every time I try to take something new and walk away and learn because you never stop learning. Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to have friend and mentor Lori Bregman here today. She is an OG doula. She's been around doing this work for 17 or 18 years now. She is an amazing birth doula, life coach, motherhood coach, massage therapist, prenatal yoga teacher, meditation teacher. And the way that she works is she really guides women throughout their entire pregnancy, helping them empower themselves to be the mother that they dream of and want to be. And she has a very loyal fan base. I know moms basically text or call her the second that they find out that they're pregnant to get on her list. And ever since I've known Lori, she has been just a huge supporter of mine And even if we go months and months without seeing each other, I know that her love and support is there so fully for me and I am just eternally grateful. So I hope that you enjoy the listen. And if you want to find her, she is lbreggy on Instagram and lauriebregman.com. Thanks so much. Enjoy. Hi, Lori. Hi. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> El Briggy and the Hizzy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to interview for you for a long time, and I'm so happy that you are one of my first interviews for this podcast. It means so much to me that you're here and taking the time out of your very busy schedule. So thank Aww. you. It's an honor to be here. I'm serious. I'm so happy you're you. doing this. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about how you are working this, these days? Like I know you've been doing this for what, like 15 years? 18. 18 years. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you've had quite the journey of doing a little bit of this, you know, changing it as you go along. How are you liking to work right now for your doula clients? I have, well, I'm doing a lot of different things right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking, I'm trying to take less people. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's hard because I love it so much I know, and I love my clients so much, mm-hmm. but um, I, I'm, doing a bunch of other things. Like I have another book coming out called, you know, Mama Stay. Amazing. And that's launching April, um, 2019. So exciting. And I just launched a product line called Seed Life, which is superfood smoothie powders for all stages of womanhood. We're doing, we just launched our fertility one. In two months, we have the pregnancy and new mom one coming out. We're doing one for menopause, puberty, Little so little girls. Cool. It's all for women um, of all stages and ages. It's so incredible. So, how did you start that? Like, how did that come about? I started that. I started making smoothies for. Well, I started a fertility smoothie for myself mm-hmm. to keep my hormones really up and good. Mm-hmm. And um, and then one of my clients, one of my celebrity clients, was trying to get pregnant. I gave her the recipe, 
and then she got pregnant on her honeymoon and and, and <laughs> and got pregnant again with all with the smoothie and then she put it on her blog and it went viral wow so everybody was drinking the smoothie <laughs> and then i created another one for my book the mindful mom to be the pregnancy one mm-hmm. and a new mom one there for there. And then I brought them to Beaming, the mm-hmm. recipes and Beaming juice in LA and San Diego carry it, carries it. Um, and then it was just, people were making it, but they were complaining about how expensive it was to buy all the ingredients. And so I created this powder and one of my old doula clients, Anna Rawson, um, was just like looking for something to do. She went to Columbia business school and I'm, more the creative person. She's mm-hmm. like the business money person. Mm-hmm. And so we just collaborated on this and came up so with this business. Cool. I love that and so much. It's so fun. And those smoothies are good. I had them pregnant and so after good. from beaming. They're yeah. So yummy. And the powder's great because now it's like you just take a scoop and you stick it in your smoothie or your juice and you're good. That's so awesome. And I love, love, love that it's all phases of womanhood and even teens, Yeah, teen girls. Oh, I mean, we're doing millennials. We have mm-hmm. menopause. We're doing for that like, in between where you've had the babies and you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're not in menopause yet, but you're kind of like, you're just tired. Yeah. <laughs> and you need to re- re- replenish, right? <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. And what's it called? Seed Life. Seed Life. Yeah. Amazing. I love yeah. that. So you got a lot going on. I have a lot going on. That's really exciting though. Like, yeah. Because you're moving into business. Yeah. And then also the doula work. Yeah. And I love my doula uh, work. Um, I, it's, it's, I keep, trying to find ways to like make, you know, where I'm just kind of doing more of the birth. Mm -hmm. But I feel the reason I'm successful with my doula work and my clients and I is because I really build these strong, deep relationships. Yeah. So I try to spend a lot of time with people and really get to know them before the birth. Totally. Because the more I know them, the more they'll be able to be like, trust me that I've got their back. And, you know, and the more I can tune into what they need. Because I, you know, we just have this relationship. Yeah. And you know them so deeply. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that seems the trickiest part and I'm feeling that a little bit, but you really work with women like the moment they pee on the stick and they're pregnant, they're calling you. So you work, you know, work and walk through them the whole pregnancy through to the birth. And that's so hard to then take the time to grow the business because you have to have like a mini you, which is hard to find because that's impossible. Yeah. And I don't even have the time to train somebody. I mean, I've, I've men- I'm mentoring one Carson. Mm-hmm. She's so um, sweet. I love her. She's, she's so great. sweet. But she's so she's doing so good that it's just. And she's got a product. I mean, she's you know. I know. She's, she's doing amazing. I'm so proud That's of her. So cool. But it's hard because I want to like mentor people and do all these things. I just yeah. don't have the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is such a you know why people love you so much is because you are with them. They know that you are with them side by side the entire time. Yeah. And no, very few other people do that. I mean, I don't know anyone that works that deeply with their clients. Yeah, it's and it's hard because then after they have the baby, it's like, you know, yeah. I let, it's like let a, them go. go fly, butterfly, because I, I don't do any postpartum work. Yeah, I send them all to you. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's 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 you know it's hard, but there's like such a deep love in my heart for them. And then, you know, every once in a while we'll go for a hike or I'll catch up with them or just like I get to watch them through Instagram. And Mm -hmm. you know, obviously, if they ever needed anything. A lot of them reach out to me and, yeah, that's you know, so beautiful because their bond is really deep. And you can tell, I mean, you can tell these women adore you. I mean, yeah. it's, it's and deep. I adore it's, them. it's really palpable. Yeah. Even through Instagram, watching that and the words. And I mean, it's just so beautiful. Thank you. And I think it's just incredible that you've been able to really be a pioneer in the doula world because you are, you're OG. Like you're one of the first. 
Aww. you know, and you really have pioneered. And I think, you know, I hope you feel that, that all of us younger doulas look up to you so much. Aww, and so you really, sweet. you know, you were one of like two people that I really consider a mentor because the first time I met you at a women's circle Mm -hmm. and I've been wanting to meet you forever and every, you know, so many people that we mutually knew were like, you have to meet Lori. And I was like, I know, like for two years, I was like, I need to meet this woman. And then I met you. Oh yeah. Cause Robin, remember Robin's like, yeah, yeah, totally. And, And there were like five people that were like, you have to meet Lori. And then I was having a really hard time making a decision about working for someone else or working for myself. And I'm usually kind of private about those things, but for whatever reason, I felt called to tell you that. And you just looked me dead in the eye and you were like, you know the answer, you're working for yourself. And it was just, I knew that, but I needed to hear that. And coming from you, it just meant so much. So I always- I love what you're doing. I mean, it's so amazing that the program that you created. Thank you. You know? Um, and that's what I, when you came to me that time and I was like, no, 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 you're onto something here. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta, and Thank I'm a big, you. you know, I love supporting other women. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, it means everything to me, Yeah, you know, to be able to help my girls out. And if somebody is like, how can I do this? Like it made me happy to be able to mm. help you like that. Well, and it makes me happy to see you thriving. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I think, I mean, it's just so important that we have that, that support. Yeah. Because it's not... It's not an easy road. Doula is so deep. To be a doula mm-hmm. of any sort is really a lot of work. Yeah. And I don't think people really understand that until you're in it. But it is kind of, I mean, especially like you're in the hospitals a lot. I don't deal with the birth. So yeah. I'm not dealing with those same issues. Right. But birth doulas have so much to fight against the whole system. I mean, it's a lot and partners and it's so much cheerleading. I mean, it's a huge outpouring of emotional support. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, the postpartum, it's like therapy times a thousand right. for clients, you know? And it's just, I mean, I love it. And we all do it because we love it, but it is a huge strain. So the fact that you've been in it for 18 years is a huge testament. Yeah. Because the burnout is real. Oh, yeah. I believe before I went to... Um, I went. I took my first vacation in two years. So I went nice. to Aspen. Then when I, you and I were trying to connect, and I was just like, <laughs> I know uh, it was too much. Um, but and I don't like to get to that place. Yeah, you know, because I like to give to show up, and I pride myself on the way I show up for my clients, and um, I don't like to show up burnout. Yeah, and so it's a constant, you know recharging, replenishing. It's funny, I wanted to write, I have to sit down and actually write this, but I wanted to either teach a class or um, write a blog about, you know, I wish I what I what I wish I knew then what I know now mm-hmm. for new doulas. Mm-hmm. Totally. Because, you should do that. Yeah, I'm going to. I mean, that's a huge, huge need. Yeah. And because even though you take your doula training, you really learn by out there, get out there and doing it. Yeah. I'm still learning. I mean- yeah. 18 years later and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of births, every time I try to take something new and walk away and learn because you never stop learning yeah. and you never want to stop growing. And you, you know, and I think there's that, you don't have it all figured out. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just did a home birth and I worked with these midwives and they, they taught me something and I worked, you know, I did a hospital birth and then I learned something from one of the nurses. And, you know, then this one client of mine did something else and, and you try to take it and you add it to your bag of tricks and then you have just this so much information mm-hmm. to share. I think that's so beautiful is you're always the student and you're so humble. Like you could be a total dick. I mean, you're like a celeb doula oh, and you are just so <laughs> humble. <laughs> you're so cute. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying, it's like you could have attitude, but you, you're the complete opposite. Oh, thank you. For real. Thanks. Because a lot of people in this town, like that would go to their head, you know? Yeah. Thank you. And I think that's also why everyone wants you and you're in such high demand is because those things don't matter to you. You don't care if someone's famous or not. You're there to yeah. help them. Yeah. And to show up. So. And to me, all my clients are famous. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. they're so important no matter who they are. Yeah. What are some of the things that you do that help you stay as grounded as you can within the work? I moved to Topanga mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because Nate, I'm from Ridge, you know, from Colorado. So nature is my jam. I mean, nature is mm-hmm. my happy place and mm-hmm. nature grounds me. The sunshine like soothes my soul and the green just mm-hmm. feeds me. Uh, so sometimes I'll come home from a birth and literally sit on my deck and stare at the trees Sounds so amazing. and just like feel the sun on my body. And mm-hmm. I need peace because a lot of times I feel like I leave with their people's energy. Yeah. Um, I sometimes my mannerisms are kind of like theirs because I'm so mm-hmm. tuned into mm-hmm. them that I kind of just need to go back up there and call back myself, um, take a shower, mm-hmm. like call back my energy and just have peace and quiet. And to just to spend time, you know, I, I, to me, that's what I need to do yeah. to ground um, and set boundaries because it's never ending. People always have questions. They always want to see you. It's easy for me to overgive. Yeah. Something I have to watch. Mm-hmm. So I tend to give more than I need to. Yeah. And so I just have to be like, okay, you got to make yourself a priority. Self-care. Yeah. You know. How do you do that? Because I feel like now... With texting, it's just we're always on and expected to text back immediately. And that's something I have to struggle with or deal with. How do you set boundaries to that? I put in my program, like in the program, you can text me anytime you need Mm -hmm. anything, but I will respond within 24 hours. Okay. So I don't have to respond right away. Another thing is like, I used to have my phone on in front of me all the time Mm because if somebody went into labor, but it's like, I can turn keep my phone on silent. Yeah. And so I can be more present in my day. Yeah. Uh, because I don't want to be that person that sits there and looks at her phone all day long. And and then I, yeah. you know, you're in flight or fight. Totally. All day. Because your brain is just like, yeah, when's yeah. it coming? When's and it I'm, coming? I'm like, you know what? It's, it's now that I've been doing this for a while, like I can, you know, right now my phone's on silent in my bag. Yeah. If somebody goes into labor. Yeah. In 20 minutes, I'll right. pick up the phone and they'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, and you, what else do you do? So you do, when you're with them, you do massage, you do a lot of life coaching, mm-hmm. couples kind of counseling. Was that mm-hmm. part of it too? Like, how do you like do your packaging? Well, I just redid my package mm-hmm. um, and I'm going up in price because mm-hmm. I'm right now I'm booked through August because I, wow. I'm doing all this other stuff. I, mm-hmm. I can't really take on as much. Mm-hmm. And because unfortunately I the way I like to work, I like to see people a lot and yeah. spend a lot of time with them. So I can only do so much. It takes so many on. But what I do is all the birth prep. So I do a birth education. First, I go meet with them and we talk about their birth intentions and I walk through the program and everything I'm going to do with them and just kind of do like a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about their fears and what they know and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Then I do birth education. I do... We, I do a session where we do the birth plan. I do a session where we do comfort measures, uh, like labor positions, breathing, meditations, visualization. Um, we work through fears. We create positive affirmations. Um, I do a session, how to thrive during postpartum mm. and then set them up that. to thrive as a couple and as a new mom, and then to make sure they have the support in place that they need. Mm-hmm. 
And then I go to, I do a month out session where I give them things to get their body ready. We pack their hospital bag. Um, I, um, I do some spinning baby stuff with Mm -hmm. them. And then I come to one doctor's visit with them. And then I'm on call three weeks before the birth, two weeks after the birth. And, you know, they'll come whenever they need me. I, Mm -hmm. I used to go really, really early. And a midwife said to me something that really stuck to me, Shelly Gerard. Mm-hmm. She's like, if you go too early, you take some of their power away mm. in birth. Mm-hmm. And um, that makes sense. Yeah. And there's some people that need a little bit earlier and I'll come, but it really stuck with me because I, mm-hmm. I don't, I want them to own their birth. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I still go early right. compared to a lot compared of people. Compared to a lot of people, you were there. Yeah. I just like, to, you know, if they need me, I'm going to come. Yeah. But uh, I try to encourage them to do some mm-hmm. with themselves and their partner. Yeah. Um, to kind of get in that zone by themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if they're struggling, if they're suffering, if they can't navigate, I'll come. Mm-hmm. So. Do you have a preference at all about home birth versus hospital? I mean, I love a good home birth. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing, I mean, like home births are just, I love a home birth. Mm-hmm. And I can do beautiful births in the hospital. Um, yeah. You know, I know all the nurses. So like I start calling them and I'm like, I'm coming in. So amazing. You know, um, I work closely with a lot of the doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that like a lot of times, because I know the doctors so well, it just depends on like their birth intention mm-hmm. and the personality and kind of the person. I'm good at matching the right doctor with the right person. So I think it's really important yeah. if somebody wants a unmedicated birth and really wants like no intervention, if they're with somebody who's like, you know, is like, okay, you're going to, they're big on like induction or- Right, it's not the right um, match. It's not a match. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're, they're not going to, you know, the chance of them having- what they're intending what they is not going right. to work. Yeah. So, um, or it's too much fighting mm-hmm. against. So, mm-hmm. you know, I try to help with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know when we have the same client and I know they're with you, I mean, I'm just like, when they're in the hospital, I'm just like, you're you're golden. You're with like, you're with Lori. All the nurses adore you, all the doctors. I mean, you've really created such a beautiful connection, which is hard. Well, what the thing is, I, and I love like, that's like, like I do a lot of births at Cedars yeah. and I love the nurses there. I mean, yeah. they're amazing. And like, we work together as a team, which mm-hmm. is so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like we all have different jobs to play, but we're all there to hold space. And even with the doctors, I mean, I'll start texting them mm-hmm. and like, we, we work together as a complete unit. And when we do that, it's in flow and we're all holding. And when you do, when it's in flow, we're holding space beautifully, mm-hmm. beautifully for the laboring woman and her partner. So it's so important to have that synchronicity and teamwork. The whole, um, yeah, the whole 360 yeah. support. Yeah. So um, I feel really lucky that I, I, you know, I get to do that. And yeah. so, I mean, I, I, I don't mind the, the hospital. I don't mind it all because I, I feel like there are ways to have beautiful births. Yeah. And you've, you've put in many, many years mm-hmm. kind of cultivating those relationships, yeah. which is so beneficial for your clients. I mean, and that's, I think that's also what they're paying you for. You know, they're they're paying you for all the kind of the unseen work that you've done all these years. Yeah. And the referrals and the, you know, all the people you have in your back pocket when they need extra support. Yeah. You know, you really have the cream of the cream. Yeah, and that's an, I have referral. That's another thing with the packaging. They get referrals for everything. Which is amazing. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. 
And um, they have access to me whenever they want. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I haven't heard from them for like a little bit, which I usually try to see them a lot, um, you know, I jump, I just do a check-in text or Mm -hmm. like the other day, somebody was having a hard time with something emotionally. And she's like, I'm going through a really hard time. I'm like, can you get on the phone? And Mm -hmm. we like, I coach them through it. Because it's not just about the birth for me. Yeah. It's about, you know, supporting them through the journey. Totally. Because the better they feel, the baby that the better that baby's gonna feel yeah. inside. And so much of the personal work that we do when we're pregnant leads us, you know, to the birth. I mean, it's all it's all part of it. Yeah. It's not just getting to the event. It's all that work. Yeah, because preparing. so much I believe I've seen it, so much comes up while you're whether you're trying to get pregnant or during pregnancy that's bubbling up to the surface. Yeah because it's going to help you as your new role as a mother. Totally. It's, and a lot of us don't look at those things until we're kind of forced to. Mm-hmm. And like these traits, these habits, these issues from my lineage, I don't want to pass those on to my precious baby. Right. And so it gets, there's pressure mm-hmm. to get in there and excavate it and work on it. Yeah. And people are like, why is this happening? And I'm like, this is a great opportunity for growth right now. Yeah. Like this is, can you see how you not being patient and us working through with patience is going to help you with this child, mm-hmm. you know? Ugh, that's my hardest thing, patience. Patience. <laughs> <laughs> Always. I've seen with my clients that it's the almost the shadow side of all this explosion of the birth world that's so positive and all the education, and all the books and all the resources. There's this pressure to do it perfectly now where I feel like kind of before people were like, you just wing it and you just show up and it's, it does it. And now we're just so conscious. We want to be the best that we can. I've just found with my clients, some of them, it's made them really not trust their intuition or think they're these experts coming in to tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. Like they hire me and I really mm-hmm. always try to encourage like, yes, you've hired me, but I'm really here to support you on your journey. Right. Um, and the more and more I do this work, the more and more I realize it's so much less about me helping them and it's just me being the support team for them mm-hmm. and normalizing a lot of it. Do you ever, do you see that with your clients? Do you think there's this pressure or is it we're in LA or is it? I think there's an oversaturation of information out mm-hmm. there that can confuse and create a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes people away from their truth um, and what they feel right to do for them. Um, and there's no perfect way to do birth, yeah. you know, and there's not one way to do birth. And that's my big thing is finding, you know, really getting clear on who you are mm-hmm. and being true to yourself. And if you want, if your friends all went unmedicated and you really are like, I want an epidural, there's no shame in that. Yeah, It's like, you know, I support you in what you want because- I, I'm a big to, if I say what you're doing is wrong, then how are they ever going to trust themselves? Yeah. And I, a big thing I do too is I'm like, I want you to stay off the chat rooms, mm-hmm. stay off the internet. If you have a question, text me. I will text, if I don't know the answer, I will go to all my people, mm-hmm. my experts and find the answer. But I don't want you Googling because, yeah. you know. and Which is so hard. Yeah. And perfect. I think I, when I do the birth prep with people, I'm always like, you know, birth's pretty unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, I call it an intention and we can have our intention and we just, we leave room for, you know, it's not, birth's not linear. Right. It's, no. you know, it's like life. It, mm-hmm. There's lots of twists and turns that can happen and we have to be able to navigate them. And if mm-hmm. we're stuck, if we're trying too hard to control it, or we have that type A personality, yeah. we don't, we don't soften and open. Mm-hmm. So, 
You know, I see the perfection thing more with that type A personality. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. And, and it's hard to rewire that because that's deep, deep, deep. And in our society, that's usually, you know, held up and glorified. Yeah. yeah. So to really step out of that is yeah. tricky. I think working hard towards your intention mm-hmm. and um, staying positive about it and like, you know, doing all those things to support you. And then it's like, you know, it's like giving it up to God mm-hmm. in a weird way, like, you know yeah. what I mean? And um, letting it kind of just trusting it's going to unfold the way it's supposed to, but we work towards it. And I love that you have the affirmations. You know, I see, I'll see photos on Instagram. The, the women have their little affirmations on yeah. the hospital bed. And I, it's so beautiful. I create that. It's, I love that. It's so fun because it becomes really magic-y. I have them do all these personal affirmations. And sometimes, you know, we'll build like a little birth altar mm. and then I'll have them go over and I'll just like grab the stack and either I'll grab one out of there and work with them to ride the wave or I'll just say, grab a card and they'll grab something. And I'm like, we're going to use this for the next contraction. I love that and so much. And it becomes more magic because it's like, it's, you know, they pick the random card. Yeah. And you do, you bring crystals and you have the candles. I do flameless candles. I used to do a lot of crystals. Now I have my clients bring crystals. I need to actually go get more crystals. Because I keep leaving them in the room. I want to go with you. <laughs> you want to come with me? Yes. Energy I, news? Yes. Okay. I've never been and I've been wanting to go for ages. No, I need and I to need go. crystals. Because I have left more, like in, I put these like, <laughs> what is it? The, um, tourmaline? The black tourmaline uh-huh. in each, like all four corners of the room. I do a selenite like that. underneath the bed. Oh I do like an amethyst on the side. I have them hold a rose quartz and like do this love baby bonding so thing. so much. And I keep leaving them in the room. <laughs> or sometimes like I'll give them to the client. Like I'm oh, like, oh, that. here's your baby crystal, take it. And the nurses are probably like, oh, Lori was here. Who's this weird person? <laughs> <laughs> No, but I went to the hospital the other day and they were all like had crystals in their pockets. Oh, and I was like, girls. I like, love yeah. that. That's so awesome. You're spreading your magic. I know. And a they black were like, tourmaline, like I just want to, here's black tourmaline. I want to cover my body in black tourmaline at all times. Oh, I'm into the selenite. Well, that's, <sighs> I like this one too. I don't know um, but yeah, I would love to, I would love to go there with you. All right. Because well, I've been meaning to go. Yeah. Dr. Crane. Yeah. Is he your favorite doctor ever? I love him. I really want to have him on this podcast. Oh, you that's should. A dream. Like I have to make that happen. He'll do it. He's the best. I love him. I love him. I mean, you know, like there's no right doctor for anybody. Right. You know, there's like, again, for those ones that are like naturalistic, I really want to be given a chance to have my baby. Mm -hmm. He's the guy. Yeah. But there's a lot of doctors like that too. It's, you know, he's my doctor. Yeah. So. I just love him. He's like an old midwife woman in a man's body to me. Yeah. Like I just, and he's so nutty and he's like a nutty professor. Yeah, he's like the professor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but he's in, but he's in birth. He's, he's so incredible. Incredible. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a a really hard time choosing between him and home birth. Honestly, really? Yeah, because um, I mean, I always wanted a home birth, and that was with Jemima. My first, it, I was at a birth center, mm-hmm. and ended up having to transfer to Cedars, mm-hmm. which ended up being pretty traumatic. But it was all part of my journey. Got me into this work. You know, blah 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 blah. Made peace with it. But going into the second one having had to transfer to Cedars at 10 centimeters dilated with my water broken mm-hmm. was such a hell. And then I didn't get meds for like six hours. The part of me just wanted to be at the hospital. So I didn't have to do that. And then I ended up being with Davy Kalsa and Davy and Dr. Crane work so, you know, well together. Yeah. There are and two sides had- of that coin. Catherine, right? Was mm-hmm. your doula? Catherine she's D. amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. I love her. I love her too. Yeah. And and Dr. Crane, at first, I really wanted a home birth with him. And then 
and he just, you know, I, I think between our two meetings, he had three home birth transfers and he's old. Like it's a lot of work, mm-hmm. you know, and just tiring. And he really believes truly that the safest place is in the hospital mm-hmm. to give birth. So he was like, I'll do it, but I don't really want to do it. And then I just realized for me in working through some of my issues, it was okay. smarter to go with Davey and yeah. have a home birth and, and have the midwife. And also but be with somebody who like up. feels confident in- Exactly, and being at home. Yeah which, you know, it all aligned perfectly. And I'm so, so grateful, but it was so wonderful knowing that if I did end up at Cedars, he would be there awaiting me. And he really, it's not even just that he listens. It's like, he knows what you're really feeling as a woman. And he was like, all that happened to you before will not be happening on my watch, you Mm -hmm. know? And that just makes you feel so supported. Yeah, exactly. But he's amazing. Yeah, he is. I love him. Yeah. Do you mostly do births with him in the hospital or does it just depend? Or do you have like a handful of doctors you work with? There's about 15 doctors that refer me. Mm. So um, that I have really good relationships, Mm -hmm. really deep relationships. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's Um, a lot of So I work really closely with them. Like, Mm. and you know, like last night, one of them texted me and it's like, I'm setting you so-and-so, get her in. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, I'm booked Told like August, she's like, you got to get her in. I told her all about you. And I'm like, all right, let me see. Like, like. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. But I I work with, I mean, I I, I feel fortunate enough. I think there's amazing doctors here Mm -hmm. and amazing midwives. We're lucky in LA. We are. are. We're really lucky. Yeah. How do you foresee your future? I mean, do you foresee doing doula work for a while or do you feel like you're segueing more into business? And your, um, you know, your products? Well, I have I have my second book coming out and I just, I'm in the process of, I just sold another one. Oh <laughs> so I'm going to probably You're not do this other one this year. The products, I I will always probably have my foot in the door with births. I'm mm-hmm. probably going to slow down. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to slow down. It's hard. It's so, it's so hard because I'm still birth junkie. Yeah. And like, I love it. Being on call mm. all the time is hard. You know, yeah, um, I can't imagine. And then the not sleeping, it can get gets to you after a while. I will probably slow down, and what that looks like, I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't see me stopping because I just love it. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, and I like to keep my foot in the door, and yeah, you know, well, be it in sounds that like world. a good balance. And then maybe the right person for you to train will come in too. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. I'll have more time. Yeah, I mean, I would love to find somebody to train. Mm-hmm. But I just have to find the time to yeah, train them. I know. <laughs> I know it's a double-edged sword. Don't you want to be a birth doula? I wish I did. I'm just thinking <laughs> that when you're talking. I could train you. I mean, you know what? I'd be open. To, let's. I'd be open to going to some. Okay, but I don't know if I could do like full-on business with a postpartum and two kids. I know. I don't have but, time anyway to train you I right know. now. But there's. But you know what? I I I've been putting it out there to a couple of my doula friends that if it's the right client Mm -hmm. that either needs the extra support or I can help tag you out for a little bit or whatever, like, I think I'd be into that. Oh my God, you know what you should do? was really cool. The other day I did a home birth and right when the baby was, we were pushing, we had the postpartum doula come, Mm. Carmen Thomas. I love Carmen so much. I love her so much. She's the best. So So Carmen came and, and right afterwards, she was there holding space. Mm. And then afterwards the baby came out, she started all the healing stuff, you know, giving her the teas and the- Oh my God, um, yes. You know, and putting uh, like, what did she do? Aloe vera on her perineum mm. and like- 
Amazing. just started like boom, 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 boom. And Immediately. it was so great. And that might be a cool thing for yeah, you. Yeah, totally. Because then you get to see that, like, that, that magic, the yeah. birth. And then it helps when, when you integrate that, you know, you start processing the birth with them. Mm. Yes, I love all of that. And I want to do that yeah. because that feels really complete that mm-hmm. I'm there from the beginning and, yeah. and able to witness and help if I need, but it's not my job. Yeah. It's just support team. Yeah, it was great having her. And that's kind of a cool thing for you to think about. That is. And energetically, I feel like that would be so comforting to the mom. Well, when you, because you process the birth story, right? Right. So it would help with that yeah. because you were there. Right. Thank you, Lori. Yeah. <laughs> Gives me a lot more to think about. I know, I love it. So what is your new book about? My new book is called Mama Stay. It's kind of like the five languages of love. Mm. Did you ever read that mm-hmm. book? For mom types. Mm, I love that. So um, basically there's five different types. There's the type A, mm-hmm. which um, is we call our action. Um, there's a rebel mama. Mm. There's the flow mama, free mama, and vulnerable mama. Mm. And basically we're all five of them. Mm-hmm. We, we, at, we, all, we have all five. There's just different levels of them. Yeah. So you operate usually like I'm rebel mm. with flow and free as my second. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, what's the other one? I am um, type A. And then the last one I am is vulnerable. Mm. But it's usually that last one that you need the most to integrate into your mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. for harmony and balance. Um, and so sometimes that shadow work, somebody with vulnerable energy, the, another vulnerable mama mm-hmm. might trigger you mm-hmm. the way she is or, yeah. or doing her thing. Mm-hmm but it's really triggering you because you're not comfortable with that in yourself. Totally. And you have it. So it's like really looking at her to kind of, you know, integrate a little bit more of that into your being Mm -hmm. so you can have more wholeness and harmony. And once you integrate that, you won't judge somebody else for being different Mm -hmm. than you. Um, Yes. Because there's so much judgment and mom shaming. So much. And um, this is, it's not about breastfeeding or not breastfeeding or natural birth versus, you know, yeah. unmedicated birth versus medicated birth or totally. hospital versus whatever. It's not about that. It's mm-hmm. about um, personality types. Yeah. And, you know, I really feel like we, as, as women and, and mothers, we're the role model for the children. Mm-hmm. And if we, you know, we sit there and judge other moms or mom shame. They listen and they're like open little vessels that pick up on everything and then they do it. And then we pass it down and we need to rise up and come together. Um, and it's, as you know, this, because you do postpartum, like it's so hard being a mom and you, you know, rather, and then all the other judgment from everybody else. So this book really is about to really help find more peace and harmony in you, in yourself Mm -hmm. and really being okay with who you are and being authentic and being you and and tools to help navigate Mm. your personality, but also having some empathy and compassion for somebody else um, that's different, but really seeing that you're more alike than different. Yeah. Um, And using that just to take, before you start judging, to take that beat in mama's day. So that's what my intention is for that that book. So beautiful. Thank you. And it really is. I think those tools of just knowing your personality types, whether it's astrology or human design or, yeah. you know, the five that you were just mentioning, it just is information. And, yeah. you know, it's it's a way to work knowing your pros and your cons. And yeah. it, it can be without judgment, but you just know, you know, where you're strong and where you're weak, what needs a little bit more work. Right. And, you know, it, it is that thing. It's like when you judge somebody else, what's that quote? Mm-hmm. You're really judging yourself. Yeah. 
Um, so once you make peace with that inside, you're not going to, there's not, there's no judgment to anybody yeah. else because you're okay with it. I know. And every, every woman I know says, God, I was so judgy before I had a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you have one, you realize that mom was going through so much when she was snappy with her kid or like mm-hmm. the kid wasn't wearing shoes or eating that granola bar or whatever it is, you know, that you're judgy about. But even you, I've seen women that are like, maybe you're snapping. I see another woman like looking at you kind of like, oh my God, she's out of control. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, yeah. well, where where are you holding on so tight that you yeah. can't like, you know what I mean? Like that everything has to be so perfect totally. because it's not, motherhood is not perfect. No. So it's, it's like, where can you, okay, if this, she's like a rebel mm-hmm. and you're like, everything has to be perfect. My action, your action mama, where can you, int- like, maybe you need to like integrate a little bit more of that, like loosen the reins a little bit. Yeah. Not saying that you need to yell at your kids or anything no. like that, but like, where are you? Have some more ease or like things don't have to be done so perfectly. Right. I was discussing this with a friend the other day of like, we were significantly late to school last week. And normally I judge and I'm, I'm trying to get us out the door and you know, it's just such a hustle in the morning and I just don't like it. It's I way saw too your early. Yeah. this morning. Today yeah. I posted it because it's like, I was, it felt like I should get a trophy just getting her on school with the baby on time mm-hmm. with my husband out of town. But we do it every day. But last week I had this moment, we'd had a really tough night the night before. We were all exhausted. And I was like, you know what? She can be late to first grade. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And it was such a revelation because we put so much, I put so much pressure on myself, you know, to like live by these things. And it, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. What mattered was that she got an extra hour to sleep. She was like on the cusp of getting sick or not. And it was just, it felt so rebellious. Yeah. And it was just crazy. Cause I was like, this feels wild, but it's just kind of stepping out of that box. Yeah. And you integrated some of that and we, rebelliousness. I mean, you, 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 you have to be able to flow in between mm-hmm. and integrate. And mm-hmm. it's, we have, and we're all five, you know, there's times in your totally. life where you're, you've been more rebellious. Yeah. There's times in your life where you've had to take control and get shit done. Yeah. Um, there's times in your life where you've had to go more with the flow, mm-hmm. where you've had to disconnect a little bit. Yeah, um, just and, to get it done. And where you've been kind of a little bit more in fear and emotional. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's part of, it's, it's, a, it's part of who us women are. I feel like I feel all of those every day. <laughs> yeah, but you do. Yeah. And and that's the thing is that when you're okay with all those different parts, you'll be okay with other people being okay, being mm-hmm. who they are. Yeah. And then with your children. Totally. Because- Because ultimately we want to mirror that for them, that yeah. they can be whatever they need to do. They can feel whatever they need to feel. That's right. Without judgment. Right. And if you are not okay with your own vulnerability, yeah. you know, it's something that's something I need to integrate. Like mm-hmm. definitely is like the thing- you're not going to be okay with somebody else's. Right. You're going to, you're going to get, you know, one of my best friends is a, in a vulnerable mama mm-hmm. and lives, you know, is more like fearful and like very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh, just power up, power through, come on, get it done. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I'm, but it's like, I look at her and I'm like, and maybe it, she mirrors it back to me in a way that is bigger. And, and obviously I wouldn't do my vulnerability the way she does. Right. But it's like, okay, you're not okay with your own vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So let's work on this mm-hmm. because once you're okay with yours, then that's not going to bother you. Right. Yeah. And I think that also is just one of the biggest 
scary things postpartum is you have this baby that you've grown and it was safe inside. I mean, obviously we have a lot of worries about the tests coming back normal Mm -hmm. and the growths are on, you know, point and all of that. But then the baby's on the outside world and it is scary. It's fearful, you know, and Mm -hmm. really balancing that anxiety is such a challenge. Yeah. But the more that you've done the work during your pregnancy, you have the support to just kind of vent to also, because sometimes you just need to let it off, let that steam off yeah, and just be heard and then move on. But it, it is scary. I mean, that's the biggest transition I feel like with having your first kid is just having your heart outside of your body. And yeah. it never really gets easier. No. You know? And, you know, a lot of, I'm sure you say this to people too. I'm like, everything you're feeling is normal. Mm-hmm. This is yep. not the way your body's, this or your life's gonna be. Yeah. You no, know, it's like, I always see this vision of postpartum, um, I see it so clear. I always get visions. That's mm-hmm. how I kind of like mm-hmm. describe things because I always get these visions. But I always see like, you know, like the Mist of Avalon. Mm-hmm. So I always see this like land that they were on. And after they get off, they go into this boat, you know, in this little boat. Mm-hmm. And there's mist all around. And, and every day the boat gets a little closer and the mist starts to clear and you can see this land. Mm, so pretty. And eventually they get off the boat. But however long it takes you to be on that boat, mm-hmm. it's it's it takes you because you can't rush a process. Yeah, and um, everybody's process is different. Um, so some people have that postpartum period for three months. Some people mm-hmm. are in it for a year. I've had yeah. clients call me. They're like, "Oh my god, Lori, it's been two years. I just got off the boat." Mm-hmm. Like, mm. you'll get there when you get there. Yeah, and and I think you can't if you try to push it further than mm-hmm. you're ready. That's where you miss the important steps that you. Totally. You know, it's like um, a butterfly stays on the cocoon and flaps its wings before flying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're on, you're anew. I mean, then it's a whole other thing. It's like, exactly. oh God, I'm so different. I know. Who am I? And that's a lot of the work, I, the coaching work I do is like, okay, now that you're a butterfly mm-hmm. and you're so different and you found your ground and you're like ready to take off, like, how do you want to fly? Totally. Because where you're flying is going to be very different on this new land yep. than it was. Because you're different. You're a yeah. different person. And each kid, yeah, you're different. Yep. And you're different. Mm-hmm. And you're constantly being rebirthed. Yeah. And I was answering some questions for a mom about to have her third baby. And just talking about the postpartum, that first six weeks, the first 40 days, and you know, really showing her that this is such an opportunity for her to really heal and rest. And it just sounds like so cliche, but you you will never get that time back. Yeah. And then life is just off. It's running. Yeah. Like there's no there's no rest with three kids, you right. know, for a long time. Yeah. So really just not rushing that process because you're gonna bypass so many of the things that you need to help you on your journey mm-hmm. if you just try to rush it. And it's just so hard. Yeah. I mean, that's probably 80% of my work is just every time I'm there with a mom, you need to be resting. You need to be in bed. There's nothing to be doing, you know, but it's hard. It's hard. And I have, you know, I'm a big like 40 days, da, 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 but not everybody mm-hmm. wants to do that or can do that. So yeah. I try to help when I do the postpartum prep, mm-hmm. again, like look at their personalities or lifestyle and be like, okay, let's do a modified 40 totally. day yeah. where, you know, obviously but I always, you know, there's a lot of healing going on and everything, but you know, can you, if like, I have one client who she had to go back to work mm-hmm. pretty soon afterwards and, and she was going to work from home. And I was like, okay, can we, and we, so we set out this whole plan mm. because she's not that type. Mm-hmm. Again, like in my book, 
to go, um, you know, you have to look at who they are. Totally. And I really, yeah, I really do try to kind of modernize it to work with them. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because like, say your client, it might've been, a, it could be a really good exercise for her to try to be against type for a little bit to heal. But then other times that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So it's really knowing that for yourself too. Yeah. And, and course correcting. Like that's my mantra right now is course correcting with everything. It's like you start off on one thing, you have the information, you make the best decision for yourself. And if it's really not working, you switch it up. Mm -hmm. And I feel like motherhood is just that constantly through every phase. Yeah. And like people have all these, it's funny because I always have these people that are like, and when I have my baby, mm -hmm. I'm going to be like this. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be doing this. I'm like, okay, let's not have any grand ideas. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can have your intentions, but like, we don't know how you're going to feel on the other side because you're going to feel really different mm -hmm. on once you have this child. Yeah. Um, you know, and really it's like that time is really about like, okay, integrating this baby into your life. It's a big, tr you know, transition integration. The baby's trying to figure things out. You're trying to figure out this baby and your body's healing and, and people that have a hard time, you know, they're just like, I feel like I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'm like, honey, you're doing so much. I know. Your body is healing. Yeah. You know, you're you're bonding with this baby. Like you're making a imprint with this yeah. child that's gonna affect this baby for the rest of its life. And the more you can just be in it and figure this child out, you're gonna come out and heal. Mm -hmm. You're gonna come out so much wholer and better on the other side. Yeah. If you just can be in this bubble or be in this boat mm -hmm. or like, you know, and you're going to fly space. and yeah. you're going to shine and you're going to feel amazing, but yeah. just be because you are doing. Yeah. And if you don't, it will bite you in the ass down the line. Yeah. Like it just does. I have clients that don't listen. They blow out their um, adrenals. Mm -hmm. They get postpartum depression. Their mm -hmm. hormones crash. They get thyroid stuff. Mm -hmm. It's important. Mm-hmm. The postnatal depletion cure. Have you read that book? Yes. Oh God, I love it. Love him so much. But like it affects you, your menopause, it affects yeah. your next pregnancies if you don't. I have a lot of clients that yeah. um, lately that have breastfed and then got pregnant mm -hmm. like a year later. Like they're still breastfeeding. And I'm like, you never came out. I know. And so much on the body. It's so much on the body, but they never came back. They never reclaimed their body. And I like whenever I prep somebody for birth or pregnancy, Mm -hmm. I do fertility stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's reclaim your body. Let's re like nourish you. Totally. And um, before going, you know, yeah. because then you're constantly just in postpartum. I know. And that's such an important aspect because this is our one body. You know, this is my body mm -hmm. from when I was a teenager till now having two kids, having had two pregnancies, but it's always my body. And so really making that the most important thing, because that's what I have. I mean, that's how I have a show for my kids and my family. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to totally overlook that. And with the mental health, I mean, our nutrition is so key, oh, yeah. postpartum and on, and you know, years beyond motherhood. The right supplements, the right functional doctor, like all of that just really has to be looked at as complete necessity. It's not a luxury, you right. know, like to stay on top of your lab work and all of that, because- all of those things are just such huge factors. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. I feel bad, horrible for the like the women that don't have access. I know. That can't afford, know. you know, and that don't know. Um, yeah. Because there's a lot of women out there that that can't afford or they don't know how to eat yeah. healthy. Um, and they and don't have suffering. somebody cooking for them or they can't afford a mm -hmm. postpartum doula and they don't have the family to support them. And it- 
breaks my heart. I know, me too, um, I know. Because, you know, that's why you need to start your online course. I know, which is just coming. <laughs> it's, it's, in the, it's in the wings. No, but it's so true. And, um, you know, The First 40 Days is one of my fave books. Oh, and yeah. At least when you have that, um, and she's one of your besties. Yeah, love Han. But that's su- such a great Bible for people to have that mm-hmm. on their meal train, their friends can make from that. And that's, you know, that's a huge thing, even if it's just that, even if that's your only postpartum care. Yeah. And it's ancient wisdom that, you know, we can just with that education, we can do a lot with. Yeah. And um, a lot of times I'll have my clients, like their parents will come in town. Mm -hmm. The the moms will come in and I'll tell them, I'm like, get her the book, the first 40 Mm -hmm. days, have her start cooking and freezing stuff. And it'll make them feel like they're doing, and they love it. Give them a job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's really, really important. Are there any um, top key things that you tell your clients that might be struggling with marriage, either during pregnancy or postpartum? Like, how do you help navigate with that? Well, it's funny. I always start off when I do my postpartum prep, I let them know that the more solid that they are, the more secure the kid's going to feel. So they have to make their relationship as important as this baby, Mm -hmm. which is hard to do. So hard, but so true. But it's true. And, um, because it's very easy to forget about each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's very easy to get testy with each other. And so I have them, we make an intention Mm. um, and we, we, and and, uh, a lot of them, you know, what happens is I remember in the old days when I first started doing the doula stuff, I remember the guys would, um, they weren't as present, I'm gonna be honest with you, Mm -hmm. as as mindful and present as they are now. Mm -hmm. Like even in birth, they're like, they're so, these guys are amazing. They, it's like the three of us are working, mm, you know, the, are working together mm-hmm. as a team. But, you know, before it was, they'd be on their computer, Blackberry, mm-hmm. and it'd be like, <laughs> I would be doing everything. Mm-hmm. And then, um, which is fine, you know, and some guys mm-hmm. today still need that. And then afterwards, I'm like, you guys need to figure it out together, mm-hmm. you know, and to make each other that priority. But the guys would, I used to see the guys, you know, the girl would be like, baby, 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 baby. Mm-hmm. And the guy would be like, and then they would be like, don't, don't do it like that. You're doing it wrong, yes. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let him figure it out. Mm-hmm. Stop, let him figure it out or he's not going to want to be mm-hmm. involved. And then it would be like, everything was this. And then the guy would go over here and he'd start working and, mm-hmm. you know, would go play golf. And so there was this big space. Yeah. And then, then they'd have to find their way back together. And sometimes they wouldn't and they're like, oh, maybe a baby will make everything better. Mm -hmm. And then the space gets bigger and then they split. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, let's not have that space. Mm -hmm. Like let's go through this together Mm -hmm. and as a team and then come out the other side, you know, where you're still together. Mm -hmm. That's what I used to see all the time. And it would be like, where's my, and now the girl would come out, you know, she'd be on the new land and she'd be like, wait, where's my, where's my, where's my partner? Yeah. And so I'm saying, be in the boat together, mm-hmm. you know? I like that metaphor. Get off the land together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah. And I feel like each baby too is like an upgrade is needed for the marriage mm-hmm. because you have that other being now. I mean, yeah. it's- Well, you have to integrate and it's a constant it into your life. Work. Yeah, well, mar- and marriage yeah. is constant work. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and you always have to be working at it. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's hard when you're tired. Yeah, and you've been up where he's been working all the time mm-hmm. to go. We're going to go out to dinner and yeah. like make time for each other mm-hmm. because um, you have to, though. Yeah, it's important, and I, I also feel like 
again, every there's, you know, don't compare your, mm-hmm. your relationship to other people's. Yeah, that's the um, truth. Because yes. everybody has different strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not really fair. Yeah. And, and really give that guy a chance to, to, you know, if he puts a diaper on wrong, who cares? I know. So true. Um, you know, let him try. Yeah. So I think that's such a key point is you cannot compare your relationship to any other because A, we never know what relationships are like behind closed doors anyway. But especially on social media these days, I see, I trust me, like I see everything (laughs) and I'm like, "Hmm." I'm watching. It's like like, picture perfect. And you're like, but wait, I know dot, dot, dot. But it is, it's such a thing of like, you just can't compare because everyone, we all have different things that are non-negotiables too. Right. You know, I see that with all my friends and their marriages. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't put up with a lot of that. They probably wouldn't put up with some stuff I put up with, you know, yeah. there's just no way to know. Yeah. And I just, I just think that, you know, Sony, well, I hear people saying, well, so-and-so's husband, and I'm like, that's not who you married. Right. You know, you marry, it's like, you, <laughs> it's you, a moot point. He's a banana. Right. You're, you know, your husband's an apple. You can't make him like, this is. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, like let's work within his realm and like, mm-hmm find his strengths and let him thrive. Like use him where he's shines. Totally. Yeah. And you know, the men got a raw deal too in this time, like all the patriarchal bullshit, like they, they, they have suffered too, you know, by it. And so we have to allow them the space to grow and be around babies and learn how to father and Mm -hmm. be the father that probably their father wasn't, you know, Mm -hmm. like they have to go through their journey as well. I've seen, I'm telling you, like the biggest transformation people are like, what have you seen in the birth since you've been doing this for so long? I would say these men showing up. Mm, I love that. It's been really incredible. And um, I pride myself as a doula that like, I don't want to come in and take away from them. Mm -hmm. I want to bring them together and I hold space for both of them mm-hmm. and they, we hold space together for her. Mm. Um, it just gave me chills. Yeah. It's really important to me. Mm-hmm. And, and these guys are just incredible. I mean, I'm seeing what I'm seeing. It's like, they're really showing up mm. for their, you know, partner. It's incredible. So it's. And I hear that from all our mutual clients that you, that comes across they always feel like you held the couple and that the husband, I mean, that's such feedback of like how amazing you are for the men, which oh. is such a key component because you're really holding that safe container for them to rise up as a family and move forward when you're not there. Yeah. And I just feel like these guys go through a lot too. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, the other day I was even at a birth and, you know, we're pushing and the guy is standing next to me and I'm, you know, with, with a leg and, and mm-hmm. I'm like, so tuned in, I'm like looking at him and I can see his face getting a little white. And I'm like, Uh-oh. are you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, just breathe. It's okay. She's good. This is good. You know, the baby's about to come out. And he's like, oh. and he's like, okay, 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 Kate. I'm like, do you want to sit down? Because I could see him like yeah, about, kind of about to uh-huh. go down. <laughs> so yeah. Um, you know, and I tell the guys, I'm like, if it's too much, you know, she's going to be riding off our, you know, She's riding on her own energy, but we're holding space. So if you start getting, you know, just go outside, take a couple of breaths, ground. And because she, you know, the mm-hmm. more you're her rock. Yeah. So. Yeah. Take a breath and then come mm-hmm. back. Yeah. So. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's so fun. I'm so honored that you were here and there's endless things to talk about. So I want to have you back. Okay. But um, is there anything you would like to close with? No, I'm just so excited you're doing this. Thank you. It's awesome. 
Yeah, I'm excited. I really want to be this podcast to be a place for all women, all moms with a focus on the postpartum, but I also want it to be a place for women to also be able to mother themselves or their inner child or on this journey of wanting to be a mom someday. So Mm -hmm. it's not just all for current moms, you know? I love it. But I think the more that we have this knowledge, like even years ahead of having babies, the better. Yeah, I love it. So It's so great. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. you for being here. Jai Mahadev Jai Mahadev